Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it's episode nine of the Foyne Jones Show. We're on season six. We're inspiring our stars of the future. And today, it's an exciting one. We're on location in Clerkenwell. We're with Alex Cooper and the team of Sanipex UK. Welcome to season six of the Foy and Jones show. This is episode nine and we've got a returning guest. Alex Cooper's back in the studio, but here you go, boys and girls. We're not in the studio. This is our second episode on location. We are where the streets are paved with gold. I'm a West London boy, but we're in Clerkenwell, home of Clerkenwell Design Week. So it's famously well-timed. We've got Alex Cooper, sales and marketing director of the Sunny Pets Group, and we're in the beautiful Bano Design showroom in Charterhouse Street. How good is this place, mate? Mate, I'm loving it here. You've got a great team. I've met Moses and Kit. You've got amazing, beautiful products. And you know what? We've got a show to record. So today, we are going to be talking about your role. Six months in now. I know it's a special anniversary. We talk about what that journey's been like for you. Um, we'll touch on the bathroom industry. We'll touch on the design industry. We'll touch on how that community is at the moment, what the future looks like. And with every guest we've had this season, we'll talk about you personally. And that is yeah. going to involve, Alex, a little bit of football banter. Yeah. Um, it's going to let the guests get to know you. But more importantly, it makes you authentic. It makes you real. We're going to tell your story and your journey because we hope, Charlie, that by doing that, we're going to inspire our stars of the future. So how you been, mate? You good? I'm, I'm very well, Peter. Yourself? Yeah, mate, it's all good. My golf handicap's nowhere near as good as yours. How's your, how are you well, getting mine's, on? Uh, mine's is stalled because I'm not playing, so it's not getting any worse, <laughs> but it's not getting any better, mate. <laughs> oh, mate, you're, you're very low single figure still, aren't you? I am, yeah. Yeah, there Officially. you go. There you go. I don't know what you play off in the tournaments, though, mate. Eh? Uh, I'm still one, but... Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's a one, boys and girls. He's a one. <laughs> but, but listen, let's talk about where we are today because I've got to say, you know, when you, when you step out of the station... And and you look to your right, there is these blue yeah. doors. And they, they stand out. It's a yeah. bit like an Aladdin's cave. Um, great location. Yep. Change from where you were in King's Road. Big change. Let's just bring that to life for the listeners, mate. Talk to me about that. So it, it, the, the change in uh, the new direction sort of was starting to come about uh, as I joined the company. So I've been here since 1st of November. So it's been a lot going on. We, we moved into the showroom ended just before, you know just after Christmas into January here so we've come at the King's Road we're back into the design district where the you know everything's happening this is where it's you know it's all a bubbling away um, and you know in the day most of our markets here and um, so it makes perfect sense to come back here um, locations fantastic for the simple reason everyone can get here from north, south, mm. east, and west, it's a, it's, it's such a, a central well, point. Well, you know? Know, you know, Charlie and I like the royal family. We can't, we can't travel together just in case something happens to, <laughs> just in case something happens to one of us. So uh, he, he, he got the short straw because he drove up with all the kit. Right, I, I just breezed up. You know, yeah. I just, I just bimbled into Brighton Station, Happy got my coffee. Hour, hour and ten minutes yep. later, I'm walking past Smithfield Market, and here I am. Perfect. And that's so, similar so, for me. And that's, and that's the story, mate. So if I was in my old stomping ground, Fulham, where, where, where my heart is, yep. you know, I'm just a quick tube right yeah. away. Um, but, but I think for the, the architect and design community and the, the customer base that you have and the, the way the brand's positioned now, yeah. I think you've found your home again, haven't you? Yeah, it, it's reinvigorated me personally. I'm, you know, 
probably as busy as I've ever been, but mm. in such a nice positive manner. I'm like it's exciting. You get up yeah. in the morning being excited about the industry again. And, and where we and where we're recording this, um, you know, in a beautiful showroom, it's almost like, you know, we we're not we're not in central London. There's not millions of commuters no. up there. You know, we're here, it's quiet, it's it's relaxed. Yeah. And I have to say there there's a warmth about the showroom in terms of welcoming you and yeah, it gives you time to breathe, yeah. it gives you time to think. But from everything can you know, I think for anyone who's listening to to get the chance to come here and, and experience it, it's something very special. So yeah. thanks for having us, mate. No, thank um, you for coming. For 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 the uneducated or the un out of our sector or the people that have been just, you know, asleep for a few years. Um, I'd love to take a few minutes, mate, just to to bring to life the the size of the Sunnypex group, the history of the Sunnypex group and what it means here in the UK with Bano Design. Because when I look at it, I look at a brand which is quality, it's design-led, there's innovation. Yeah. I've been lucky enough from a recruitment perspective to, to, to get to know many of you. Yeah. Um, and there is a level of professionalism, but there's a level of personality there. Yeah. Um, and it comes from quite a humble beginning. So I think if we could share that story and bring to life the size of the group yeah. and where you are in the UK, that would be a great way to start the show, mate. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I've come in... It's a, it's a, it was a newer brand to me personally. They've been obviously around in the UK for over 11 years, but as a group, um, the company's been going 25 years plus, 26, 27 nearly now. Um, set up by our, our managing director, who's uh, Group MD, uh, Daryl. Um, he's been in the industry from day dot, and they then moved over to Dubai and they set up Sanipex. And, and as a business, we've grown with. You know that that side of the pond. Basically, we've grown with Dubai. We've been we've built our brand as as Dubai's built its infrastructure at the same time. So um, we're a very big entity over there. Um, you know the, the the group as a whole now is is a hundred million pound plus wow. business. So it, it's not you know we're are a bigger ship than what a lot of them see in, in the UK as a whole. Um, it's not just bathrooms, it's outdoor furniture and it's lighting. We call them Sanipex Galleries well, out in we're Dubai. We're on some of the outdoor furniture. We're sitting moment, on it now, and, yeah. Uh, and someone quite famous has got a bit of this, hasn't he? Yes, uh, I can't mention too many names, but he was a left-footed... Um, Wonder left foot for, for United. A, a, we'll left, foot, a left footed winger who could have played for England but didn't. But that's, didn't. that's that's, 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 the, that's yeah, the clue, boys we'll and girls. That's yeah. the clue, boys so and girls. We've got some nice customer bases. Yeah. These are the kind of properties that the, the products go yeah. into, and we, you know we're lucky. We, we're working, um, we're um, driving the brand through through London predominantly, mm. um, but the warehousing is up up in the north in, in Leeds in yeah. Bristol. Um, stock coming out in forty eight hours. Got big stock holding there, but huge stock holding again in, in Dubai. So. The, the collaboration with the group and I think, the that's, I think that's important though that you talk about the origins of the business mm. and you talk about you know the being part of the growth of Dubai that, that's that's fascinating yeah, yeah. in a way that as the infrastructure of Dubai grown, has grown the brand's yeah. grown itself yeah. but I think what not a lot of people will be aware of is, is the amazing career pathways and the sheer volume of people that are part oh, of the business because it's, it's a big headcount now isn't it it is we're 500 plus employees now yeah. so it's, it's a monster and I was fortunate enough to get out there first week of joining the company well first day actually I was on the plane Emirates flying out to Dubai first time I've been in Dubai myself I was due to go I can't with the weather being from it, Scotland it, it was nice it was, <laughs> I think I landed it was 36, 37 um, so but it's, it's kind of weather you could get used to for sure yeah. um, it's a beautiful place um, but it was good to see it face value yeah. um, 
we're you know we've got more people in the marketing division there than I had in my last business. Wow. So it, it, it's a complete different entity for me, which is exciting because yeah. it gives me tools to do the job that you want to do and you've been wanting to do in this in this market for a long time. So um, we can then focus here on on the sales and 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 driving relationships and and, and boosting the network that we've already got here. Um, but we've we've moved the goalpost a little bit in the UK. We've we've tried different things out. I've come in and you know we are we're setting our standpoint again. It's a nice almost a fresh slate, mm. which is great for me. Um, got some new team members coming on board, which we've um, been speaking to yourself about, and I think they'll be nice to see people will find it nice to see familiar faces popping up within mm. the Sunny Pex group I've, here I in the UK. One of the one of the things that I've you know, and it's a pleasure to work with the work work with the business. But from a recruitment perspective, mm. one of the one of the areas I'm so big on is doing the right thing. It's yeah. treating people how you'd like to be treated yourself. And and that's not just, you know, one side. It's it's the individuals that want to join a brand doing the right yeah. thing. It's the hiring managers doing the right thing. It's the it's yeah. the key stakeholders doing the right thing in the process. And from the get-go, um, yourself, the team in Dubai, the, the leaders we've been talking and working with, they do what they say they're going to do. Yeah. They treat people the right way. Yeah. There's a process which is respectful, yeah. and it's the right process because you're not just looking at a market and product fit or customer base, yeah. understanding customer base. You're looking at a cultural fit. You're looking at, you know, will this individual add value to us? Will they fit in with yeah. how we do things? Will they bring something different? And, and I think that's what's really unique. And, yeah. and I guess as a, a sales and marketing director... Um, with, the, with the global strength of the brand, that that creates so many different areas of what you do in your yeah. role. So, be a great platform, mate. Just to just to share with the listeners um, what your role really means. You know how much of your time is with the A and D community. How, how much is it is with your stockists? How much mm. how much is it is it is it with a team? Because you know a job title can mean so many different things in different environments. Yeah. Let's bring to life your role, Alex. I mean, day to day for me, it, it is a mixed thing that like you've just mentioned. You touched on a lot of the points of, of what I'm you're doing. You're juggling, mate. Like yeah, that, yeah. It, is, it is a bit yeah. like that, and that's the kind of that is it, that's the exciting part about it. Is it's every day is not the same. It's it's very diverse. It can be here one day, you know, seeing the team here working out of the showroom, which you know, in a nice building we've got here in, in Charterhouse Street, to being in Leeds, which I'm up there every couple of weeks working again with the internal sales team, the the warehouse and the operations, the commercial managers and things. And then it's out on, you know, foot out there on the on the you know, in the street, going in and seeing showrooms. And we we I'm doing that going out, but I'm also bringing them here as well. Yeah. So we're an extension of an arm of their showroom really. So the showroom is is for them. It's not yeah. just our um, for our audience, for their audience. Um, and we want them to embrace that and we well, want them to bring them it's, here. It's, it's a beautiful showroom. You don't yeah. want to be the best kept secret in London no, town, do exactly, you, mate? So, exactly. you know, it could be the best sex guest kept secret in the square mile yeah. if you're not careful. So actually inviting the audience in, bringing yeah. people to yeah. you, that's going to make yeah. a massive difference, not just to your role, yeah. but to the success your customers are having. Yeah. And, and understanding your customers' customers, yeah. where, where the magic's going to happen for you, isn't it? A hundred percent. We are encouraging. We've taken on an, uh, an ASM, joined us February. Um, Harge, um, he's actually set up. He's got his own um, exhibitions in Bathnet, which were recently started 
something we've we've joined as well, and that's how we met Harge, and he's come in and he's got a good background from mm. you know well known uh, companies within the industry, and he's using it. Lyndon uses it from the north. I've got Chloe now, which I'll you know come on to it later mm. uh, in her role. But we've got an, another ASM that we've been speaking to yourself about joining with us. So overall, um, it's to encourage them to get mm. people in the door. I mean, we want it to be this to be the most used showroom in London. Because that, that's, that, that's, 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 that's what you want, mate. Yeah. You, want, you want it to be alive in the evening. Yeah, yeah. You want it to be alive during the 100%. day. Um, and, and I think you've got something to, to be really proud yeah. about here. And that's and, and it is, it's, it's, it's just the feeling of it, you know. And, and what people who haven't been here won't mm. realise is, you know, if you haven't seen it, it's, it's, it's a shade of blue. You know, so, so there's yeah. not many blue buildings yeah. no, if you walk around no, the Scott, if you walk around not. central London. But interestingly, for me, what works really specially about it is that if you come out the station, yeah. you look all the way up the road, you get eyeball on the show. Yeah, exactly. So that gives familiarity and people are like, well, that's different. What's, yeah. what's going on yeah. in there? And then when those wooden doors open yeah. and you come in, then, then your jaw drops and you go, wow, we've got beautiful products. We've got an amazing, amazing world of design. It's inspirational. Yeah. It's inspirational here. But I'm going to say something to you, Alex, and I think it goes it goes in with a the theme of this podcast. Um, you can have all of that. You have best location yeah. in the world, best products in the world, best designers in the world, best design, best innovation, best product development, but with bad people or people None that are not works. up for it and not people coming in, your business isn't going to perform. And this season, this podcast is about inspiring our next generation mm. because our industry has to compete. And we have to compete with areas like fashion. Yeah. People want to be influencers. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, they, they, they want to be creators. Yeah. Um, they want to be footballers. I mean, yeah. Yeah. You know, I still, yeah. I still do. Uh, yeah. I don't know. It may, it may have passed me now. Maybe you might still have a chance. But, <laughs> oh, I don't know. But, but if, you look at, if you look at the different environments where you can attract talent from, you want the best of those environments to come into our industry. Yeah. So whether that's a school leaver at the beginning of their apprenticeship journey, whether it's a college leaver yeah. on their journey, whether it's a grad on their journey, whether it's someone who's maybe transitioning out the armed forces, yeah. maybe someone who's offended and wants to wants to go in the right, turn left and go in the right direction yeah. rather than turn right again. Um, there's so much talent out there that our industry, you know, and that's the design industry, yeah. bathroom industry, KBB industry, biggest sectors, has a duty of care to inspire the next generation. And you told me, Alex, a couple of um, couple of examples of, of two people, Chloe mm. and Charlie, that, yeah, that, that, that journeys are going in different ways with your group. Yeah. And, and I love to share that, mate, because it's yeah. one, it celebrates what they're doing, but it's an example of how people can grow and be, become part of something very special. Absolutely. Well, it's just trying to show, well, talking to you about it, is to show the diversity of our business yeah. and how... We can bring. It's easy to go out there and bring in somebody that's skilled and been in the industry a long time. And sometimes you want that, and you need that for certain roles. But we also want to encourage that. You know, perfect title for it: the Rising Stars of the Future. Yeah. Is that Charlie's come in? He's sort of trainee grad kind of system in a way, um, and he will now go through six week blocks in the business, doing different stages of the business from a warehouse and logistics, um, internal sales. Um, you know, and he will learn different skill sets and it will allow us to position him in what's 
better for him and also what he would most enjoy doing within the company mm. as well. It's a great way to learn, though. Yeah. And, and um, we had a guest, didn't we, Charlie? We had a guest a few episodes ago. Um, they went swimming in the sea, mate. I mean, I mean, I do encourage all my guests to have a dip, but I'm not going in the Thames for your son. So, no, like, do you no. know what I mean? <laughs> I I'll be, I'll be in shopping trolleys <laughs> and all sorts of things down there. We won't mention the all sorts of things. But, but Nick Boyle and their products yeah. are very different, but still yeah. very valuable. They're under the ground in civil yeah. engineering. They're under the ground in utilities. But Nick brought his young sales director, Lee Wilcox, along. And yeah. Lee was Lee was brilliant. He he spoke about his journey and the fact that through that spending a couple of months here and a few weeks here and a few weeks in that department, he got an all round understanding of what the business did. Yeah. So now when he's talking to someone in product or talking to someone in marketing yeah. or talking to someone in HR or operations, he's got a more in-depth understanding of what challenges mm. they're facing. So they're not just a phone number. Mm. They're not just an email at address. They're actually a human being 100%. in a department. And it makes what he said. He said it's giving him that. Yeah, he said I'm, it was like I was a beginner all the time. Yeah. So I'm going back to the start again. I've got to learn yeah. again, learn again. But my God, you, you learn by doing. You, and and you that do. must be benefiting Charlie. I, I think so. I remember when I did it myself, yeah. coming into you know previous role. Um, you've got to do a bit of everything. I have to do a bit of everything now, and it's the only way you understand the whole business ethos. Do you, do you remember something you said in the last podcast? It was one of the most powerful quotes. It was, um, you know, you've got to get comfortable feeling uncomfortable. Yeah, and you know, probably come back on it later, but it's true, yeah. especially now. Um, you know, and I think it was referring as well at that time is is about social media so it was, massive. Mate. It was and. You know, would I want to stand in front of a camera? Would I have done a podcast? Would I have thought about doing these things? You there just, is. <laughs> you just got to get used to it. You've got to get used to it. So you've got to get yeah. comfortable, like, being uncomfortable. I mean, what I would say, if you, if you want to start doing that, get a good producer like Charlie. That helps. Right? Because you know what? If you get you get the talented people around you, you can make as many mistakes as you want and you can overcome it. But that journey that, that your Charlie's going on mm. in terms of that experience, that's going to make him like an asset to your business. Yeah. It's going to it's going to help him in the medium to long term. Yeah. And I say this to so many employers, so many hiring managers, so many stakeholders. Look beyond the immediate hit the ground running. Look at yeah. where someone could be in the medium to long term. What could they become? Yeah. You know, and that's and that's the level of investment, yeah. level of developing, level, level, level of mentoring. Yeah. Which can actually really help a brand grow. Yeah, hundred percent. It's you got to keep. You know, you know, we will refer to football and things, but it's this. It's the same philosophies that are all, applied to all different structures. You got a team. You want to keep that. You want to grow them. You want to develop them, and then you're bringing other ones in to make that flourish in, in a better way and, and make it all gel better. You know, and it's just, it is the same principles mm. are still there. Um, so you know, we've got you know, as I say, mentioned Charlie, got Chloe as well. Yeah. Chloe's been with us a little bit longer, but. She started doing estimating. She's then gone out on the out with um, one of our projects team, and became sort of a, an assistant with that. And now she's, you know, got, got legs to go and do it herself. Basically, she's she's out in a car and she's out seeing customers, and she's Fantastic. so comfortable in doing it as well. That's yeah. you know what what it deemed as a young age, but they're all getting younger. They're getting better. Uh, as well, uh, the, the someone gave me a chance when I was young. Someone yeah. gave you a chance yeah, when, exactly. when I was young. Someone's giving Char- our producer Charlie a chance yeah. when they're young. I think if you if you're ready and you're up for it, yeah. you know, you, yeah, we we all make mistakes and we we all feel uncomfortable. Mm. But one of the messages that's come through in all of our episodes when we've asked our guests to to think about the next generation is to is to do something you enjoy doing. Yeah. You know, it's to it's to dream big. It's to yeah. it's to it's to kind of think about where you can get to yeah. and and what you want to do. Because you know you can you can be on that hamster wheel of 
going through the motions, yeah. but actually think about where, where you can yeah. go. And I think the example of what, what Chloe's doing, where um, you know, she's getting she's getting support from other members of the mm. team, she's going out there to do do the work she's doing. It's a testament to the business. To, to give yeah. that belief in someone yeah. to progress them through. Because what that does, that thing, that generates energy. Yeah. It generates a vibe where other people want to be part of that. And then, then you've, got, you've got people pushing in the right direction. So I think that's something to be, to be very celebrated. No, I think so. I mean, it, you can using football analogies here, but if you're, you know, if you're good enough, you're old enough. It mm. Age is, just, it is a number. Come with that experience always helps all of us. Um, but... You know, if they're capable of doing it, you've got to, you've got to push them. You've, yeah. got to, you've got to nudge them out the door and, and let them go for themselves because you're, that, you, you're an, back in the That's up. an example of a brand and a business is doing the right thing. Yeah. And, and I think I can see that. I see that in your recruitment process. Mm. I see that in the transparency. I see that in the openness, the honesty, yeah. the, the, you know, the willingness to jump on a quick call. You know, let's catch up, let's discuss yeah. this. That makes such a difference yeah. because if you're a job seeker today, if you're looking to, to, to develop your career, you don't want to be ghosted by an employer. You no. want, you know, 95% of job seekers, 95% of people looking for a new job are going to be disappointed. Mm-hmm. It's a roller coaster of spectacular hires and god awful yeah, lows. Absolutely. But if someone's being honest with you and giving you real feedback and they're actually communicating to you, you don't like it, but mm. you can deal with it. Yeah, you can absolutely. suck it up and you can go again. Most people's frustration when I speak to them is the unknown. Yeah. I've applied for that job and I've not heard back. And yeah, we, we do a lot of work in giving people strategies and tactics yeah. to, to make sure you hear back. But ultimately, it can be very relentless. Yeah. And we have a duty of care as an industry yeah. to be doing things the right way. And then we have a duty of care as well, and, and I mean that, to actually stand up and showcase the Alex Cooper story. Showcase the founder of this business's story yeah, yeah. and what he's achieved from, yeah, from humble huge, backgrounds, yeah. you know? And, and I think that's that's what I love about the business. It's never forgotten its Yorkshire roots, has it? No, no, It hasn't forgotten not. its Yorkshire roots. It's smashing it up, having it off yeah. in Dubai in terms of where it yeah. is now. And then we're in the UK market yeah. and we're in this beautiful showroom. What's that market like for you right now? Let's just focus on that. That's a positive one. I mean... Since I've come in, in particular, obviously I can only tell you what I've seen in the last six months, but you see where the business has been, the brand's been, you're communicating with uh, your audience, the, the retailers, the, the merchants. Um, but all in all, positive one, you know, we've got new brochure not long out, um, just at the turn of the year, um, which we've been part of. We've had Hicks in November last year with Clark and Design Week coming up. Um, so it's, it's been a really fast, we're, we're quite a fast-paced business, mm. but we've got a great um, product offering, which it's nice to go out with something that people are excited by. Mm. It's nice, and because we're so uh, diverse in our offering, there is something for variable retailers and yeah. things as well. So I don't think people would expect, would expect the level, the, the, the breadth yeah, of, of, of yeah. products, and when you say that, we don't diverse. pigeonhole ourselves in any, yeah. any manner. You know, um, the market, as we know, is is saturated in the UK in particular with products. And so you've got to be a little bit different. We know we've got good quality products, Italian products. Um, and you've got that. And, and you need the right people to go and mm. tell that story, you know. And, and that's where the recruitment process comes into us. Um, it's so important to us. And, and from a Foy and Jones recruitment group perspective, you know, we're, we're proud to be a partner yeah. of, of this business. And we're... And we're, we're working hard to, to keep that talent pipeline yep. and to keep the brand there. And like any opportunity, you know, there's it's going to be right for some people, not right for others. And, yep. you know, those, op- those careers which a business like this can offer, 
they are truly, truly life-changing. Yeah. But every, every, every life-changing element starts somewhere and you go through steps on that yeah. journey. And I think from a, from a podcast perspective, from a season six perspective, um, inspiring the next generation and, and showing what our industry is about in a, in a different way, you yeah. know, in a, in a podcast, in a video clip, in, in some videography, in a way which isn't always seen, makes it very, very special. Yeah. And it makes it special. And I think what we'll do in the second half of the podcast, mate, is we will we'll talk about the next generation. We'll give some advice on, you know, from Alex Cooper in terms of what people to do, what people could what people should be doing now to stand up and be noticed. Yeah. How they should be thinking about developing their career in terms of job seeking, but in terms of longevity. We're also Focus on Clark and Well Design yeah. Week because we need to shout out loud what's going to be happening here and what's and what that community, what you're going to bring to the community and what the community can bring to you. But we're also, Alex, we're going to dive a little bit into your two football teams. Yeah. All right, because I'm not going to let you forget the fact you support two football teams. Yeah. Uh, neither of them are doing that well, mate. No, they're we? not. No, neither of them are doing that well. Um, I'm allowed to talk football because my yeah. team have won a couple of games after we yeah. pressed the self destruct button in the FA Cup quarter final. Um, I am over that now, just, <laughs> just, just, I think, yeah. I don't think Alexander Mitrovic is. He's still in the stands <laughs> for a while longer, mate. He um, is, yeah. They didn't extend the badge, just the eight, just the eight games. <laughs> you know, so, uh, uh, but that, that's where we are. But 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 the Foyne Jones Show season six, we're inspiring our stars of the future. Charlie and I are recording with Alex Cooper on location on Charterhouse Street, Bango Design, what a beautiful showroom. We'll see you after the break. Life-changing recruitment for the KBB, builders, merchant and construction industries. Creative social content, specialist knowledge, world-leading video technology, helping you find career happiness and helping your business attract its stars of the future. We are Foyne Jones. This is what we do. Welcome back to the Foyne Jones Show. This is episode nine. I'm joined by Alex Cooper. We're at Bango Design in Clark and Well. Beautiful showroom on, on Charterhouse Street. But I've got to say some thank you. So thank you to our sponsor, Marcel Creasy from MHK Holding UK. Without Marcel, we don't have a show. No, exactly. So he's a brilliant sponsor, passionately supporting the next generation, passionately supporting our industry. So thank you to him. And the biggest thank you is to every single one of our listeners. It doesn't matter if you're one of the growing audience on YouTube, which is, a, which is something small becoming something beautiful for us, or whether you're one of the regular listeners on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast without you there's no point putting this yeah. together and the feedback I'll be getting this this series is is great because it's people say to me oh I didn't know he supported that football team and everyone knows I support Fulham but getting football in is something which is close to my heart and, and I think getting to know people away from the day job is really really important so Mr Cooper the last time <coughs> you was on the Foyne Jones show Fulham Football Club were a championship team they were I'm pleased to say that we're now a Premier League team we are punching well above our weight we're in the top half there's a certain team down the King's Road who were looking up at us long may that continue we yeah. took four points off them this season but I want to talk about your teams Alex so just just for the benefit of the listeners what two teams do you follow again? I'm, a, I'm Tottenham for the south of the water 
or south of the wall, I should say. South of the wall. He's got, he's got Game of Thrones on us, Charlie. The wall. And, and my heart's fan. Um, he's a, he's a, jam, he's a, jam, he's a jambo. He's yeah. an Edinburgh yeah. boy. Yeah. Um, so, so let's let's talk about those football teams at the moment. And I'm sure producer Charlie, uh, Charlie Laguna, is going to probably chip in at some yeah, point. He's got a big, he's got a big few few weeks ahead. He hasn't has, he? but yeah. they might they might. Make, put a smile on my face you know, I don't like, think it's a good few weeks big few weeks <laughs> ahead really anyway nervous I, I, I can't wait to see Wednesday yeah. night <laughs> I can <laughs> and, I mean, and the reality is as well when this show goes out everyone's going to know the result of that exactly. as well so, yeah, so oh one, one, one of us who's going to come up with something yeah. is going to he's going to have something on their face which may be a bit of embarrassment I'll be mate, interested but, to see Charlie's but, forecast but, I mean, for that I mean let's talk about let's talk about Hearts and Tottenham yeah. and uh, it's been uh, I Bring us up to date. How's the heart season looking? Not that good. It was going very well, actually. Yeah, it started um, well. It started well. It was sitting sitting third quite comfortably, but uh, they've hit a rocky patch. Um, Nielsen's gone, the manager. Ex-Hearts player Naismith's come in. We did get a big win um, at the weekend. We beat uh, Ross County 6-1, so... Hopefully, there's still chance to Europe. You've got your yeah. hearts, hearts handkerchief there, mate. Hearts yeah, you've got, yeah, you got yeah. the hearts colours. Yeah, so, you know, there's still hope that we should... We should you know, we might be able to nick Europe, but it's the, the way the, the uh, Scottish football runs. They've got yeah. the top six now playing each other, so you know you're not going to pick a lot of points up because Celtic Rangers are mm. obviously tough to compete with. They tend to dominate up there, don't they? Yeah, massively. They tend to dominate. So, so, so <clears throat> let's get a bit closer to home. Not that far away, all right? As the, no. cro- as the crow flies, not yeah. that far away, far away at all. We probably have to pass Charlie's ground first. But um, what are they? Amazing yeah. football ground. Love it. Amazing, new fantastic. Ama- new stadium. Top draw, yeah. best in class, arguably. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, apart from Fulham's new stand, which is, which is Fulham have suddenly priced themselves out of the football. football. Yeah, I, can, I can't uh, afford to go to Fulham. I can still afford no, to go yeah. to Spurs. Yeah, you, you can. Yeah, you can afford <laughs> anywhere else, but you can't afford Fulham. Not, not in the new stand. No. In, my, in my seats, you can, You're mate. Right. Yeah, I, I keep it real. I'm in the wooden I, seats, I'll mate. I'm right? in the seat then as yeah, well. Yeah, you can you come and have a seat with me. But but it's been. I don't know how many managers they've been on this season oh. now, but it's, um, it's, it's been unexpected, isn't it? There's something fundamentally uh, wrong. I mean, I was, yeah. previously I was you know, a big fan of Levy. I like the, you know, from a business aspect, I like yeah. the way he's running the business of the, the club, but it's got to a point where you've got to um, stretch yourself a little bit, but you can't go through that many quality, high-class calibre managers and something fundamentally not be there, wrong there in the background. There is something right. I mean, I remember when... I mentioned this in a Jason, Jason Key podcast, <clears> and he's a, no, big he's Tottenham, another one, big yeah. Tottenham, big I know Jason, fan. I've met Jason. Big, yeah. big Tottenham fan, Jason yeah. is. And, you know, and I was talking about when, when Tottenham come to Fulham on a Monday night, and Fulham bossed the first half hour of that game. Yeah. Didn't score. Yeah. Uh, Harry Kane got half a chance, scored them. Scored, scored, did, scored yeah. a world. Yeah, like, did, a really yeah. good goal. He took yeah. four players out, put it in the corner. That's why he's yeah. England captain. That's yeah. why he's a record goal yeah. scorer for England. Fair enough. Yeah. Second half, Spurs shut up shot, one nil away yeah. win. We weren't disgraced, yeah. but you know, but but that's what it was. But normally, when the away fans, when the Spurs fans come, mate, you get the Chaz and David, you get the glory, glory Tottenham Hotspur, really slow. You know, yeah. you get the you get the real fans. But there was a lot of Levy out. There was, mm. you know, there wasn't the they didn't feel like they were with the team, uh, mate. And, well, you, and that's that's got to be a factor now because I, I think the club's lost the fans at the moment. Uh, oh, massively, but. Y- you know, Fulham's another club. There's, we're lucky in London. We've got a lot of clubs that have played good football over yeah. the years, you know. And Tottenham have always been notorious for being a footballing club. And since we've had the Mourinho's, the Contes, they're not footballer. Mm. They don't play the track, the football that, you know, the fans want to see. And there's sometimes... But then are you glorious in defeat a little bit because we might have the flair games, but we yeah. want, we're now sitting in a very comfortable top six, all, you know, continuously... 
So there is massive positive. We've got the infrastructure there to, to build. Is that on. different? I mean, it's a difference between a trophy cabinet and and, and being yeah. an entertainer. Yeah, you know, where, exactly. where do you sit? Yeah, it's a results business. Like yeah. everything is in the world, really. Everything's a results business. You can make it as attractive as you want, but you got to you got to get it done, and they don't get it done anymore. So something's got to change. But uh, I don't know. Will it change? Will leave these there? I don't know. Well, well I, actually, I wanted to jump in on yeah, this. Yeah, that's all right. Yeah. So today, on the day that we're recording, we're releasing our episode with David Blitz, who's yeah. um, who's a Tottenham fan as well. And when he was in the studio, I asked him this question, which was, "Do you?" I'm getting a real impression. There's an air of we want real change around mm. the club now. Mm. And I said to him, "Would you be in the Levy out camp?" And he said, "Actually." I wouldn't be mm. because I'm in the care for what you wish for camp. Yeah, yeah. And what's your? I wanted to ask you, what's your view on that? I, I agree with David on that one, but 100. percent I was well, always. We're just a Tottenham Hotspur fan. Well, it's becoming like it. That's, that's, free, that. that's free in the first night. <laughs> yeah, that's not bad, is it? Yeah. That's a good ratio. Because oh, anyway. David really supports Leighton Orient. That, that's the uh, thing. He's another one. So right. he's another. Yeah, yeah. 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 But he, and, and, and I don't know what he loves more, Leighton Orient bricks or Tottenham. <laughs> if you, if you, I don't think he could answer that if, 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 if you did it. Name that tune. He wouldn't know where to go. But but that's a great point. Charlie. No, I was I was a Levy fan, as I say, from a business yeah. infrastructure. Like you know, David's point out, you have got to be careful what we wish for. You have got to remember where we were, where we've come from. We're sitting, you know, avoiding relegation some seasons. We're now in this very top echelons of the Premier League continuously, and we're moaning about being fifth and sixth in the league. You think what we were wanting about ten years ago, or fifteen Tell you what, years Charlie, ago? I mean, you won't come anyway. I won't be short. I won't be short of invo- invites for the Tottenham Fulham game next season. <laughs> no, exactly. well, they should be lining we're up. Yeah. They should be lining up, <laughs> and no one else really supports Fulham, so you're always at the top of the list. But, yeah. but anyway, look, he's, he's got himself involved. Producer Good. Charlie's got himself involved. So let's talk about what what's going to happen oh, with I your team. I should have kept Charlie. my head down. Yeah, yeah. No, should have kept my head down. You, you've let every, everyone knows you're here now, mate. So, um, are, are you going to do it? So I've got, as I said to you guys before we started recording, I've got on Wednesday night, Arsenal have got to go to the Etihad and play Man City um, on the day that we're recording here. Um, I've got that in my calendar this week as Arsenal lose the title. So I think for me... That's what I like, confidence. Yeah. A good Arsenal fan, that. <laughs> Look, I think it's... I've been saying this all season, all year. You can ask anyone who's been around me. I've obviously been very excited, happy little fella, but always with a, an air of caution, an air of like, mm. you don't know anything for sure. You're just going to have to see how you go. I think for me now, probably, chances are, I don't think it's going to come together for us. This is such an ask. I mean, City are playing so well. Mm. We've stumbled recently a few times. It would be ridiculous. Stranger things have happened. It is the Premier League. You can't predict anything. Yeah. But if I was a betting man, I'd say it's probably not going to happen for us on Wednesday night. I think he's playing it down, Alex. It's one of the. I think I'm never going to write it off. It, yeah. I mean, could you could you see it? Because if, I, if there's hope to be I've, to be going around, I'll take some man, of it. You're, you're back in City all day long, but yeah. you know. I mean, City are going for the treble. I mean, they're going on all three, yeah. aren't they? So so ultimately, yeah. a couple of wins. I mean, you've got to keep winning. You've, yeah. got, you've got to do that. Yeah. If if you don't, if you get, I, I think the next game is going to be a big one. But but with anything in it. Um, you just never know yeah. and actually I said this earlier um, Arsenal at Craven Cottage is the only time Fulham have been really beaten beaten up this season you know we, we, we were played off the park from start to finish yeah. we, we, we've, we, we, we had it we, we haven't played City we've got them coming at home but we, we were in the game against City at the Etihad they, they got a very very mm. very 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 yeah. late yeah, yeah. and I'm saying that on purpose because it was like we're just going to play until we give a penalty away and Harlem will score the pen yeah. um, 
So, so they got a very late winner against us, uh, but Arsenal came to the cottage and absolutely battered us. Uh, and, I, and I say that with respect because, like, we, 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 it was men against boys in that yeah. game. So there's part of me that really wants your team to get something out of the season. I, I think yeah, it'll, yeah. Be, it'll be good to see it mixed around. I can't even think about the consequences of that, Peter. <laughs> Test the Motherwell fan from Surrey. Oh, Jesus. The Hawks fan from Surrey. The, 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 thought, the thought of them winning the title, I would just be on. Unbe- yeah. I'd like it to Have go you on. ever supported Motherwell? I, no, no. No, OK. So it says the Hearts fan from Surrey, no, hashtag not Motherwell. The, the, the only satisfaction I'll have this season is if the title was the last game of the season and Arsenal blow yeah. in the last game of the season. That would give me great satisfaction. <laughs> that, that wouldn't surprise um, me either. But, you know, sometimes the greatest, like anything in life, the greatest challenge you've got is the next match. And yeah, yeah. You, you, people lift themselves at the right times yeah, in yeah. life, you know, and that's why we never write it off. It's true. You, just, you can't know for sure, and I think, like, you know, it's not it's not over until no. ninety minutes on Wednesday night. We'll see, but I think I've been saying this as well. You've got to, we've got as Arsenal fans, we really got to not forget how far we've come this season. Mm. We've got to really keep our heads up and still feel really proud about. The season that we've had because if you told me that we get a second at the beginning of the year, I would have bitten your hand off. Sounds for like it. a Tottenham fan, doesn't it? Really? Oh, mate, I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, I mean yeah. look, we, 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 all, we all look at football, and there's a saying at Fulham called Fulhamish, and it's kind of like what we say when yeah. things go wrong, it's Fulhamish, you know. We, 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 we're never going to quite, quite do it or whatever, but we won the championship last year, yeah. we strolled to that, we've punched well above our weight, we've been as high as fifth or sixth, yeah. kind of, you know, we're, we're probably going to finish somewhere between eighth and twelfth. I've got a feeling it'd be ninth or tenth, probably. Yeah. What a season that is for us 100%. in terms of we've avoided the relegation battle. Um, you know, we 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 are in a position now where hopefully we can build. But like any team like us, if Arsenal if Arsenal nick out Nick Nick Paulinho from centre midfield yeah. and someone takes our good left right. back and you know Mitro gets himself banned again, you know mm. we're we're not the same football yeah, team. 100%. What I think. Arsenal have done is that they've got the shapings of a squad now which could compete and they've backed their manager Tottenham need to find a manager they need to stick with him and they need, to let, they need to let him build for the future because the infrastructure's yeah. there um, almost like when the Emirates came the, the Emirates the, the ground they, they put the ground before the club yeah. for a long time yeah. before the team yeah. And, and Arsenal fans have said that to me. Yeah, so yeah, yeah 100% they did, yeah. yeah. And Tottenham are doing the same thing now. Yeah. I mean, COVID didn't help. Bad timing, yeah. building a stadium, yeah. you couldn't have got a worse timing. But I, I do believe they're gearing up for a sell. Uh, but, I think the, the club will get sold in the next two, three years, but potentially. But that's not Fulham. Fulham has spent like hundreds of millions of pounds on that new stand. That's mm. going to be a very empty stand in the Championship. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, you know, survival becomes it's, absolutely, yeah, absolutely integral. But but that's the game. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and I think from a... From a Tottenham Hotspur and Hart of Mildofian perspective, from an Arsenal perspective, from a Fulham, Fulham Football Club perspective, that's why we love it so yeah, much. Yeah. You know, it's, it's the hope that really hurts you. Uh, there are certain teams that get the glory. Um, we don't, you no. know, and, and I'm OK with that. But I think, I think for now, Charlie, I wish you boys all the best. Alex, I wish both your teams all the best. Thank you. And let's get back to what's important. <clears throat> let's get back to stars of the future. Yep. So, Alex, what I want to do is I want to... Do two things really. I want to talk about the next generation. Yeah. What What do you think our industry needs right now in terms of its people? What do we need to go further, to go better? How can we attract the very best players or the very best players of the future? Because there's a talent war out there. Mm-hmm. You know, everyone wants the best. So, so where do we attract them from? What do we do? And what What would you say the industry is missing at the moment? I mean, 
KBB Awards there last Thursday, and it's a good insight to who's going on that stage, who's, yeah. who's picking up awards. We've got you know Young Designer of the Year, we've got Designers of the Year, we've got Showrooms of the Year, etc. And there is some younger faces starting to emerge again, um, which is which is great to see. Um, you know, obviously we mentioned it earlier in the show that we're trying to do that from an internal point of view, but to get the next generation into the industry, um, you know, I, I look back at what I was doing. I done interior architecture with special design, but no one came into my college university looking for that next generation. I'm, I, I know of certain companies out there that are doing a little bit of that, mm. but there probably isn't enough of it. Is there? Um, are we creating qualifications for this industry? Yeah. Are we creating um, modules and learning modules and things? I don't know if we are. Um, we do. We do more and more internal training within the industry. Virtual Worlds is a good one. They've got modules to, to fulfill and I think we need to do that mm. externally somehow um, how, how can we communicate that with the external part of the world but that's you know we've got the everyone's got the base now to do it we've got a, a network a reach that we've never ever had before in the world so we've got to get it out there we've got to tap into that those resources and, and I think we need to we need to think because you know if you if you listen to anything or you read anything and you follow everything on socials mm. you know there, there's some brilliant work being done with apprenticeships mm. um, you've got some beautiful products yeah. here, you know and if you take the furniture away but if you take take all the products that need to be installed yep. you know then 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 yeah. there is an immediate <clears throat> skill shortage in yep. terms of quality installers quality fitters yep. quality, quality professionals that can actually give these products the homes yeah, they deserve. 100%. Yeah, they deserve to be beautifully homed and beautifully installed. So so we've got we've got a talent problem there. Yeah. All right? And I think competing now is completely different because you are dealing with individuals that want flexible working. You're dealing with digital nomads yeah. who perhaps don't want to give 10, 15 years of their life to one business and walk away with mm. a watch and a plaque on the wall. Yeah, they yeah. want to they want to travel, they want to work, mm. they want to try different things. You're dealing with, with individuals that might want to one day work a four-day week. Yeah, yeah. Not an eight-day week well, like me get, and you, Alex. It's, you get, it's getting closer we're, that way. We're but... 30 hours a day, eight days a week. It's exactly. an impossible unforgiving task. Exactly. And there's a there's a younger generation, and I applaud it, and they actually say, well, work-life balance is important to me. I want to graft yeah. and I want to be successful, but can I perhaps do it on my terms? Yeah. Some of the small pockets of our industry that are waking up to that, it's, but, but that's is. a step change because actually that's very... If you've got opening hours and closing hours and contractual hours, to even think about how you change that mm. when you've got a workforce yeah. or a model in place, it's unforgiving to try and do it's that. It's certainly happening. But if we don't, and if we don't position ourselves as, as an industry that will change... Mm we may miss out on some of the very best of the next generation. And if you look at some of the creators, the influencers, the you know, the trailblazers, look yeah. at look at look at brands like Jim Sharp, look at yeah, yeah. look at you know, look at what Stephen Bartley did with social chain. Yeah. These these young these young lads at the time, young boys and girls, they're actually having it off in terms of what yeah. they're achieving, but they're writing their own agendas. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So so we've got to bring that talent into our industry. Yeah. Um yeah, I think if you look at those awards you went to, you look around the tables, they're probably a lot of the same. And, still and if the we same start, faces, we, we've yeah. got to try and mix that up, and we've got to try and yeah. perhaps perhaps reach into some of the some of the more diverse communities yeah. and bring some talented in. I believe there's a I believe there's a talent pool in individuals that have got disabilities, mm. whether that's a, whether that's a neuro a neurodivergent disability, whether it's a physical disability, yeah. whatever. But there's some talent there that can yeah. add so much value yeah. from a business development, design, innovation yeah. perspective. How do we make it attractive to them? 
And how do we get them there? And that, as an industry, as a conversation, mate, we've got to keep having that. It's it's, it's a huge um, it's a huge shift in thought, you know, in thought there. But I've got a couple of showrooms that in London, in particular, and I'm talking, you know, big retail brands mm. that I'm referring to, um, and they've got people that are not working in the showroom yeah. uh, environment, for example. They are um, they might be working from home but they're actually some of the individuals that are excelling yeah. way more than somebody that's working in the, the bricks and mortar showroom side of it. So it just shows you it can work, but there isn't enough of those retailers embracing that. Everyone's too worried about it. Because I used to, in my previous places, you can't see what you can't see, but it doesn't mean to say it's not getting done. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And there's not maybe the, the trust aspects, the old school trust I, I, aspects. I, I if I can't see you running around all day, mate, it doesn't mean to say you're I, I had a surreal moment the other week, and I was, um, the phone went, it was, I can't remember, Wednesday afternoon, late Wednesday afternoon, yeah. about 5 and 20 past 5, something like that. It was like crackerjack time. Yeah, so yeah. like quarter to 5, 5, 5.15, something like that. Show me age when I say crackerjack time. But, <laughs> but you know, um, that's a kid's programme in the past, Charlie Huno. You have no idea what I'm talking it's about. It's on YouTube. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's good fun. But it was around that time and like the phone's ringing I'm, mm. oh, I'm the only one here so I'm the phone yeah, yeah. and like you know I could see other lines were engaged and I'm, I'm looking around and I thought like where's it all gone wrong why am I the only one mm. here and then I thought actually no they're doing that they're on the phone there they're doing mm. that that's alright I'll, yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll happily talk to anyone but it's that getting your head around that yeah. um, we I guess we're lucky that we got ahead of the curve because we we, we like to be available when people aren't working. Yeah. So so being available late in the evening means we can talk to people after work. So how can I get my team available late in the evening? Well, let them start late. You know, mm. start late and work it's late. It's a balance point, isn't and, it? And you, and you just approach yourself that the output, the result, what we achieve is what the measure should yeah. be on. Not on clocking. I mean, I, when I started work, you clocked in and clocked out. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and, and physically, yeah. you clocked yeah, in. Yeah, so, um, that, was a man, that was many, many moons ago. So I think the industry itself has some challenges yeah. and it really does have some challenges and and that is going to affect our stars of the future isn't it yeah 100% because they, they work in a different time yeah you know like you mentioned there I'm on my phone all night like I, there's not an hour goes by where I won't pick it up won't, there'll, be, there'll be something it might be LinkedIn social media Instagram I'm looking at what we post throughout the day you know we know that social media at 7 o'clock at night is the most key key point and the key time to hit things like that so you it's a 24 7 business it always will be but as i say you've got to have some juxtaposition and a bit of flexibility the goalposts are not in concrete you know what i mean we we can move and, them and I, and I do think the, the, the next generation and and there's there's often often a misconception when we when i talk stars of the future because that doesn't necessarily mm. mean the younger the younger generation. Yeah. I'm talking about people that could come into our industry and add value. Yeah. And that could be someone mature in experience. Mm. It could be someone from a from a very different sector that, that could come in and, ha- and make a massive, massive yeah, contribution. Yeah. Uh, people say to me, like, where, where do you get your influences from? What, what do you look to? I don't look just within my industry. Yeah. I look well outside. Oh, yeah, 100%. I look well outside it. And it might be professional sport. Yeah. It might be fashion. Or yeah. I mentioned something earlier. Like, but, but it can come from anywhere. Yeah. And you get different values. And, yeah, I read a lot and... And that helps. But for me, in terms of what we should be doing, yeah. uh, I honestly think the starting point is to showcase what's available and to shout it loud and yeah. to have a consistent message that we want to bring in talented people. Every brand can do it. And I think if 
you take examples of what you're doing with with some of the with Chloe and Charlie who you mentioned that you know you're investing in them for the medium to long term development. Moses is another Boom. one. Yeah. What a great lad, by and the way. He, he's, Moses came from you know originally worked for us in Dubai and he's he's been here in the UK for just over a year now and good dress he's, sense. He's got good as dress well, sense by the way. and he's and he's going back out to, uh, to to work for us again in Dubai. So we've got the flexibility yeah. and then we've got other individuals you know like like Kit that's here as well. He's you know, we've got an eclectic mix. Kit's been here over ten years, so mm. if you can evolve with people, you're going to retain them. I, you I, know, think, that's, that's, I think that's aspect. one of the messages I, I say a lot is that if we want to develop the next generation, we've got to look beyond hitting the ground running. We've mm. got to think about what someone can become in the medium to long mm. term. Um, if someone never gave me a chance, mm. I wouldn't be sitting here today. No, so, so we, so we all need a chance, and I think that's. That's really, really, really important. Yep. So, so, so let's focus on that, Alex. So let, let's look at let's look at you in your position. We've got the next generation here, people who want to transfer into the industry. What what three pieces of advice would you be giving to people, mate? You got well. Now you've got to put yourself out there. You've got to be um, using using that quote that you mentioned from me. I, I can't even remember the quote I used now. It's off the top of my cuff, but I do, mate. It's getting comfortable, feeling uncomfortable. Yeah, that, that that's one. That's definitely yeah. one, and I'll, I'll refer back to that because. I mean um, that is officially mine now because well, I've used it you so can many have times. It. You can have it. Charlie's <laughs> laughing. I use it all the time, don't I? But it, but it's. True. I occasionally mention Alex, but not that many times. Yeah. <laughs> but I'll get it back out there yeah, now. Yeah. But it, it, it's true because. A good friend of mine's got a hotel up in Scotland. It was his parents, and he's got one himself. So he now manages the whole infrastructure. He's just done fifty videos on LinkedIn, posted all over it, and it's to do mark the fifty years anniversary. Now he's never done that before. He's never sat in front of that camera before. He's got, a, you know, a team like Charlie coming in, sound, video, and you've got you've got to embrace these things. You've got to do something different. You've got to put yourself out of your comfort zone. The younger generation are probably better at that than mm. than somebody at my age. I'm not going to mention that, but um, because you hope from from an education point of view, that's what they're getting taught now I mean, in school. I mean, we we had a previous guest, Josh, and he mentioned that big time, and I, and I joke about it. I like to say I'm down with the mm. kids, you know. I like to think I'm 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 I'm, I'm yeah. still connected, but mate, I'm 48 years old, yeah. years young. So what <clears> someone <throat> at 16, 17, 18 years of age can do with technology, with music, with just general general life is very different to what my skill set is. So it's one of the reasons I work so well with Charlie Hula yeah. there, because you surround yourself with someone who's who's who, who's talented mm. and, and professional and creative. Yeah. It can only add value. Yeah. And I think that's what, what we have to do as leaders and we have to do as businesses and yeah. people like yourself is let them in. You know, mm. let them in, let them go, see what they can bring. Yeah. Worst thing you can do is bring someone in and kind of, we've always done it this way, we're never going to change because that, that's no good. Yeah. Um, I, I, I've had that with a couple of people started me race recently. Like, okay, so what's the process? I'm like, well, it's very different. You know, how we work with that business is very different yeah. to how we work with that yeah. business. Why is that? Because they're very different businesses. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah. very different people. Different people, yeah. Um, oh, okay. And once you once you understand that, yeah. and you realise you have a bespoke approach which yeah. suits that business and the challenges they're under, you're in danger of becoming really successful. Yeah. But it's attention to detail. So we're going to get comfortable feeling uncomfortable. Yeah. What's the next one? Uh, um, it goes on the back of that. You've got to put yourself out there in the public domain. You've got yeah. to get. You've got to get your. You've got. To, you've got to be heard. You've got and speak openly. Don't. Don't. You know, don't be a recluse. Don't put yourself in a little box and park it or sit in the corner. Coming coming into a company, you know, be vocal. Um, if 
you're not allowed to be vocal, then for me there's a problem in, yeah. in that in, in that company. I'm I'm plural. Like we, I try not make a decision on my own. Um, I might make the final decision. I might make the final call on it because mm. that's my job role to do. I'm so. not really saying the recruitment actually. You, you, but I you, bring you them all in. have an opinion early on. You yeah. kind of like that was. That, I remember that. Yeah. And, I, and so I, you're true to that. As so well. an interview process, I'll, I might interview someone, but I let them, and they'll go, "What? Well, you don't need to know what I think. I want to know what you think." Um, and then we'll get together because you don't want to cloud people's judgment. So don't let somebody cloud your own judgment coming in. You know, have your own viewpoint. Um, and as I say, trying to... So, so there's two big points. We're going to get comfortable... So your advice is get comfortable feeling uncomfortable mm. and be you. Yeah, right? be, so yeah 100% two, be you, yeah. What, what will be the, what will be the actual ball, mate? What's, what's the third piece, piece of advice for you? Um, it's a tough one. The skill sets are, are, are important, but... They're, they're not the fundamental because the skills you can learn. Um, I'm just, I'm trying to think what I want to see in someone now. Um, and that's just, you just got to be open with people. You've got to be straight, straight talk. You know, if you're honest with people, you'll get honesty back. Um, so just be, you know, just be a straight shooter, I think, you know. Um, communicate, talk all the time. You know, there's, there's no hampering that whatsoever. Powerful advice because if you, if you break that down, if you break that down and you go back the other way, you're talking about being honest, yeah. you know, communicate, uh, be yourself. Mm. So, so, so we need you first of all to be yourself because it's the real you that's yeah. going to be successful. It's the real you that's going to yeah. be unsuccessful. So let's see what you're about as a yeah. person. Yeah, be confident, be communicate, you yeah. know, believe in yourself, yeah. and put yourself out there. Yeah. You know, those those steps every single one of us can take. They're, they're, as, they're as much life skills as they were as they are classroom yeah. classroom classroom learnt skills. And actually, if you take that and you put that into any industry you want, you're in danger of being successful. I think um, I think it was one of your uh, recent um, episodes. I might even be the last. I think it was Paul in your last episode. Paul Heavington, yeah. and he, he mentioned something about. Um, you know, don't um, be interviewed. You can you can interview as well, um, and I think he's spot on in my opinion. Yeah, because he, he said. When he, said I, he said pick a boss. You know, you know people that you've brought to, to the table. I want to interview them, yeah, but I don't generally run it through the list of questions. I I want to know them as an individual. Mm. I want them to interview me. I want them to go away going actually. I want to work for that person, that company. Um, so for me, that's an important mm. factor. Sound them out. So think about where you're going and who you're going to work for. Don't. You might go for a job role, but you actually might go, do you know what, it wasn't for me. You don't have to take a job role if you get offered it sometimes. So think about the job yeah, role you're going to take. If you, and if you're job searching, I know people's pressure levels are different. This is but, the thing, yeah. But, but you know, you're not helping yourself if you're applying for every position mm. you see on a job board. Mm. What what really, and it's hard to do this because you never know someone's circumstances. Mm. And through the redundancy support we're doing, yeah. I, you know, we, I deal with some quite heartbreaking situations, but you're still saying to people, this is a chance to reset. Yeah. And actually, your advice, it, it transcends anyone. And, mm. you know, the, the Sunnypeck story is a powerful story. The, the Bango Design story is very, very powerful mm. as well. So thank you for sharing it, mate. Pleasure. Right? Really, really good. It's been great to get you back on the show. Thank you for having us. Um, I, know the, I know the football chat was a bit uncomfortable for you guys. because like, More he, uncomfortable he, this time, yeah. He, he's nervous. Your teams are failing miserably. Yep. My team are punching above their weight. So, uh, <laughs> you know, we could just stop now because we're not going to go down. We might beat our record, <laughs> You're all right. We might beat our record points total. But it's been fantastic. It's only our second location um, location podcast. Well, so it's nice to have it's, you here. It's a special one to come up and do or just come across and do. But, but I think... We just need to finish talking about Clark and Wall Design yeah, Week, yeah? yeah. So, so what are you offering the community during that passage of play? So 
it's the first time I've been actively involved in it. Where I was previously, we didn't have a showroom in a kind of location to be part of it wholly. Um, obviously, a lot of big brands around in the, the the surrounding areas around here. So we're part of that. We signed up to it this year, so we'll have a lot of traffic um, um, directed in our direction. Uh, one would hope. But we're in the indie community. We've got our own um, on the twenty third. We've got a closed um, shop. Um, that we're doing with uh, one of the top designers. But we, we were lucky. We've had Conran and Partners here last week, uh, Dan Cech, um Ashley, who's our um, designing specification. So we're writing a lot of specs. Yeah. Uh, we're creating specs. We want to work with the merchants, the you know the the retailers that are also merchants as well because um, they have a bit of a crossover sometimes. Because um, we're putting investment in um, and then we want them to invest in us because we're, we're showing willing as well. So we want them to then come and use the space we've got all week. So the doors are going to be open all week, uh, and we encourage the the footfall, the designers, the architects, and you know, and and that young creative talent that's that's out there. We want them to come and see it, come and see the products, mm. get behind it, and and, and get selling it. I, I, I mean, honestly, mate, I've got I've got absolutely no doubt that it's going to be a success for you mm. here. As as we said earlier, just the general warmth of the welcome here for yeah. us. That. That's powerful in itself. I think we've. It's been great to catch up with yourself. Thank you. Uh, it's been great to get you back onto the podcast. The Floyd Jones Show is only as good as our guests. It's only as good as what content we can put out there. And for me, being able to to send a message to the industry, which is about yeah. inspiration, it's it's about real life and real personalities and real people's journeys. That's something special. And and I think we're 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 in the podcast on that because yeah. actually the next generation. The generations we have now, the industry is in a strong place. Yeah. We've got challenges ahead. We, we see about the challenges on the news every day. But if you if you get up in the morning and you love what you do and you're smiling and you've got that's, something to yeah. put together, do you know what? You can overcome all the lows because the highs are there. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's what this episode's all about, mate. So, Alex Cooper, thank you, thank you mate. for coming back on the show. You're one appearance away from a hat-trick ball, I, I, mate. I, I, it's not it. One, it appear, one appearance away from the Tatrick Ball. From Char- Charlie and I, thank you so much for listening. It's been a brilliant, Alex has been a brilliant guest. It's been a brilliant podcast. We'll see you next week. That was episode nine of season six of the Foyne Jones Show. And each and every time with our guests, with our passion, with our personality, we're going to inspire our stars of the future. Yep. Thanks for listening. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, as I said, that's the end of the show. Thanks for listening. Make sure you check out next week's episode as we will keep inspiring our stars of the future.